0: The Yuletide TV podcast is hosted by three college friends trying to find the best Christmas TV episodes ever made. That quest can, at times, be frustrating, which is a nice way of saying that this show contains explicit content. We know that might get us placed on the naughty list, but better us than you.
1: Winter in New York, a Gossip Girl checklist to surviving the cold. Cashmere stole for ice skating at Wolman Rink jacques torres hot chocolate for window shopping the holiday displays and the perfect date to the senior snowflake charity ball
2: welcome to the yuletide tv podcast where three college friends try to find the best episodes of christmas television ever made and whatever this violently secular piece of teen television is my name is john my co-hosts are big papa bri bri literal papa bri, bri.
1: hi I tried to be as friendly <laughs> as possible.
2: And uh, also Chris, who, you know, soon Papa, eventually father of 12. Sure. Hi. Very Catholic.
1: Hot take. John's <laughs> taking a John's taking a stance right now saying Chris is going to have 12 kids.
2: 12 kids. I'll get it on that action. What are the odds? And they'll all be Manhattan socialites with shockingly 1970s sounding names. <laughs> <laughs> If uh, if you hadn't if you hadn't guessed, we are uh, which Lord knows why would you? uh, We are watching Gossip Girl, which my lovely significant other Autumn picked out. I think mostly out of spite. And uh, so we're. It's the only logical
0: conclusion we can come to after watching
2: it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so like the story of how this went was like she Autumn has a fancy like Autumn is important at her job. So she's often very busy during the day. and we were in draft day, and I don't prepare because who am I? And I texted her, I'm like, hey, what epi- like, what do you want us to watch for a significant other week? And she was, I was like, and then she didn't respond to me for a few hours. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna pick the nanny for you because that's what you're gonna pick. And then she was like, no, no, no. I don't you picked the nanny. you're getting gossip girl. And then she spent the next, like, weeks of our lives trying to be like, please switch it to the nanny (laughs) (laughs) and i was like it's already been recorded it's already the draft has already happened i can't undraft them
1: (laughs) has she ever seen gossip girl
2: yeah she is a she was a she was a teenager when it mattered so so i'm sure she she endured a lot of cw television that she probably has more positive feelings about than uh than we do but i've never actually like seen her watch these shows she'll just get excited about the reboot and then never watch it because she watches exclusively the nanny and the little house on the prairie those are those are the two that and, like shitty bravo reality tv shows but that's her certainly loop
1: certainly a combination between the two
2: yeah i don't, I don't, I don't think I don't they, know they f- ever
1: crossed over though
2: they really should have
1: would have been, been pretty time.
2: tight yeah Little House on the Prairie has one of her people from shitty reality TV, so she has that. Those interests align. Which one? Kyle Richards is a real housewife who was on Little House on the Prairie. If I got that wrong, she will fight me. Kyle
1: Richards, an American actress, socialite, and television personality. Oh, and philanthropist.
2: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. If I got that wrong, I would actually she would actually hurt me, so I'm glad I glad I hit that one.
1: Yeah, Little House on the Prairie, you got it for 19 episodes. Her first acting credit is Police Women.
0: <laughs> Ooh, a novel. You know, neither here nor there, but I was watching a movie the other night and it led me down a rabbit hole of looking up the Dirty Harry films and apparently in one of them mm-hmm. one of the hooks is that he gets teamed up with a woman and that's because at the oh. time it was very novel to uh to do that. Po- well police police forces were just allowing women to be more like in detective and patrol roles which wow
1: did Harry's heart grow five more sizes that day
0: I guess I'm just saying if her first her first it does not surprise me that there was a whole show called Police Women because people at the time were like, I got an idea for a show. Let me tell you about this. <laughs> the ladies, they're cops now. It's crazy.
2: <laughs> but how will they apprehend a criminal with their lady hands? I
1: appreciate the big hands that you're doing, Chris, and I know this is audio format, but can you also incorporate the cigar that guy was inevitably smoking? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it was. When did the show come out? Which one? Which one? Police Women. <laughs> police women. The one we're
1: talking about for this episode? Police Women? I think yeah. it was 1974.
2: 1974, right. Okay. Yeah. That's... Yeah. So they were drunk. <laughs> oh. The cover is incredible. Oh, the DVD cover is incredible. Starring Angie Dickinson. What a show. Hell yeah. Get after it, Angie Dickinson. It's called Police Women. But the first, it's just Angie Dickinson and then the next, like, the next 12 credits are men before we get to the next appearance of a woman. So, you know. Cool. All right. 70s. Sexism. <laughs> hey, guys. Move how about guys. Movement.
0: Guys. Police woman has a Christmas episode.
2: <laughs> I, oh, I almost... We have found that, a bonus episode where mustache brian backs the blue and hosts police women it's it's (laughs) it's called merry
0: merry christmas waldo and apparently this is the remake of a first season episode of police story with a
2: different outcome (laughs) i don't know what that means but okay so uh are you guys you guys excited for 10 days before you know the the snowflake dance
1: Yeah, I I can't wait to appeal to my pagan god.
2: Yeah.
0: Specifically why I had a child. (laughs) The snowflake dance is easily what I look forward to all year. In high school, we did actually have a winter formal called Snowball, but it happened after Mm. Christmas.
1: Was it the hottest event
0: of the year, Chris? It was not, but because... I went to an all boys high school. It always had really weird themes because like they put a lot of effort into the homecoming theme. And then this was kind of the throwaway formal dance. Uh, and so we had themes like Brett Favre one
2: year. And was uh, <laughs> well, that
1: just everybody hanging out with their dicks out? What
2: <laughs> Dicks and cracks. I mean, dicks it was cracks and tax fraud. Bread fire baby don't forget
1: Wrangler jeans
2: it
0: was the mid-aughts <laughs> it's before all that stuff went down like it it was you know we had, we were riding high off uh,
2: off of almost going to the Super Bowl again for the upteenth time uh yes yeah, fourth and 26 baby you're fucking done here
1: okay what what okay hit it you you went to high school for four years so there were four winter Christmas balls what were the other three that you attended?
0: Oh, well, I didn't attend any of. Well, I attended one, which was Super Mario Brothers themed.
2: <laughs> Tremendous, great theme.
1: Is there a cologne that smells like Olive Garden breadsticks? Because that's what you should wear <laughs> to a Mario to a Mario themed. You ball. know,
0: we did go to. Now that you mention it, it's not exactly in line, but we did go to a Greek restaurant before we. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's it's in the Mediterranean area, if not Italy specifically, you know,
2: I just think Chris Pratt would have been happy that that dance happened at a religious high school. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, he probably he'd be thrilled. <laughs> yeah. He'd be yeah, thrilled to hear that.
1: He'd be real happy. You know, John, that took a little bit of mental gymnastics to get to where you were. And uh, we got there. That's it's topical.
2: That's, you, that's all my that's all my jokes. references here. <laughs> topical jokes. I don't know when that movie comes out or has or if it has come out. Oh I don't know.
1: We all can agree though Charlie Day is the only this is the strongest casting
2: he's Luigi, right? yes, yeah, yeah, it was tremendous, yeah, it's the only Jack Black has potential as Bowser,
1: yeah, I'll give that yeah,
2: I just think it should have been Mario and Luigi the voice the voicing will be done by two stereotypes of Italian men, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they should have just drug him out of like Nepali or something. Uh, <laughs> So I have, I, my, my school was poor, so we didn't, we didn't have many dances. We just had a homecoming and a prom. But one of the proms, the theme was Arabian Nights, which aged like cheese, obviously, because <laughs> we're all white kids. But uh, to really sink that theme home, I think it was my class. I'm going to be real with you. I wasn't really, wasn't really too into the dancing scene, but uh, they had they dumped sand on the stage. And then my high school is like, yeah, we're not having dances at the high school anymore. <laughs> I bet you, you
1: can still find
2: sand. Oh, I'm sure it's still there, yeah. These, these tender, what, 13 years later? <laughs> we, we
1: had prom. Prom was titled A Night in Paris, which
2: we well, all thought we, was hilarious. We had one of those, too. <laughs> I, I also I went, went to my... that prom at the public high school. Oh, Chris. <laughs> My class was a night in Paris. The class after me, of, of which my, my high school girlfriend was part of, was uh, fucking Arabian Nights. We had James Bond
0: prom 007, because everyone That's... did. Mm-hmm. And then we had Double. Batman prom, which was... Fuck yeah. <laughs> also... Fuck yeah. Why
1: didn't I did go to that high school?
0: I mean, you guys, you guys stunk on it, but I mean, if you got, like, our... We had we had Ghostbusters Homecoming. We had Indiana Jones and the Temple of Groove Homecoming. Oh, great name! We it's had the only
1: one that has tried to like slot that into a homecoming dance.
0: Yeah, I mean there there are some there are some good themes. I saw I was out in the wild in college, and I saw a kid who was still going to high school there and apparently they had seinfeld homecoming one here which is just funny as
2: a concept i what is that what is that all the 17 year olds bring 45 year old boyfriends it's a dance it's a dance about nothing <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a dance about nothing
2: man i've been trying to get this joke off so i'm just gonna do it the batman prom no one ate p that's a that's a twitter joke no one ate P at Batman Prom, but you know who did P? All the characters in Gossip Girl, and it's 10 days before Christmas, and if I start this summary now, we'll finish on Christmas. Because <laughs> it's long and inconsequential. Oh, God. But as I, as I start it, uh, it's important to remember that this show, very much not for 31-year-old men, hopefully. Could be. Uh, 30... I'm 32. <laughs> not for 31-year-old men who have had sex in their life because I do not think they're watching it for the plot. And apparently the show's, like, Thanksgiving-centric in the way Friends is. Um, so, yeah. They did, not not to get ahead
0: of ourselves, but they did reference Thanksgiving a lot. So it seemed like a lot yeah. of important things happened at Thanksgiving, where less important things happened here.
2: Yeah, When I was trying to find the Christmas episode of Gossip Girl to roll with, uh, every pop culture blog was like, it's really a Thanksgiving show. Mm-hmm that's a little sexist uh it was really a thanksgiving show so yeah
0: (laughs) i can edit around that. but
2: uh i guess yeah thank you so what is but the real question is what is in this episode we'll never know xoxo yuletide tv podcast (laughs) so as the voiceover uh kristen bell not kristen stewart nope that's my bad uh, tells us (laughs) that the key to surviving the only reference to the holidays in the entire show as a sexy, sexy Manhattan teen socialite is to get yourself the perfect date to the snowflake ball. We open with a young lady giving candidates to the guy from Darko, then a different blonder girl <laughs> giving ideas to the serial killer from you. We have not, not three, not four, not five, but six we need to talk moments in the first seven minutes. Woo, what a work rate. One of these leads to a spicy, sexy makeout session right in the heart of Gossip Girl country. And lo and behold, it ends up in the next Gossip Girl. After an instance of X time, we get a little tiff between Vanessa and Jenny about the most generically hot CW guy my brain can imagine. I really hate my life right now. <laughs> this wouldn't be Gossip Girl if this didn't lead right to Rich Girl Plotting. <laughs> Serena and Blair have a horizontal roller coaster chat while discussing their dating situation. Oh, because Serena gonna fuck. Vanessa apologizes to Jenny, but oh, no, Nakey dress plan is already in action. (laughs) Some more of plot D, the adult plot occurs, and then can what only be described as restating exactly what is occurring happens. Then more adult plot, neat. Blake Lively and the stalker from you talk about their upcoming sex with other people as healthy adjusted exes do. Vanessa and Jenny absolutely sledgehammer in that point about revenge before, oh, no, Nakey dress plot strikes. The generically hot guy gives a weird lesson to Jenny And then completely absolves Vanessa For reasons Oh no, oh, more fun adult Plot happens Because the guy from Darko needs to look more conniving Jenny gets into Gets into it with the angstier rich girls Before we get resolution to her plot And her and Vanessa both win Because sure Blake and and the murderer (laughs) Romance wraps up as they continue to talk about Sex with other people Or does it? Then the episode abruptly ends when the old man from Plot D gets in a car accident. Gossip Girl. Nothing happens.
0: Merry Christmas.
2: XOXO. Let it
0: snow, let it snow. Wow.
2: wow. I think holiday gets said twice total in this episode. <laughs> I think it might actually only be in the first like minute, too, when, when uh, Kristen Stewart Bell says it
0: does okay
2: does anyone say christmas i caught hanukkah i did not catch anyone no, saying there's, Christmas. No, i did I did not they avoided the word christmas like it would actually create the situation that people pretend christmas is getting canceled like it ha- happens like they avoid that word like it's like the plague they say exclusively holiday and i think only once
0: which is which is so hard for me to wrap my head around when this show takes place in new york at christmas time and you get all those classic New York Christmas moments, like the real autumnal color palette with the trees. The, I don't know if you guys know. That. It's just like it's autumn. The trees are golden.
2: <laughs> like yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see snow, so it was like snowflake ball. And they're like constantly talking outside in very little clothing. Yeah, they, and it's like it's New York in December. Nobody's even <laughs> pretending it's cold out. <laughs> I guess with the issue of this show. One of its many is uh, it broke a cardinal rule he, here at the old time TV podcast. It didn't make New York its own character. And New York could have added so much here.
1: <laughs> it started to. In the first summary of a Gossip Girl, it was talking about, like, what to do for Christmas in New York. And then it never went back to it.
0: I just don't think they had enough money left in the budget to give New York any lines. Uh, you know, you have so many other people... <laughs> take eating up this plot i mean this is a show let's let's just start by saying this show sent us on a journey we have not been on in a while (laughs) with this show uh, with this podcast i mean we've watched some things this season that we have not particularly enjoyed but i don't think we've watched something where we've all been like holy shit what are we watching
2: (laughs)
1: well remind us chris the painful memory of that last show
0: the last time we probably did that was probably Santa Slay. When it comes to a show, I mean, yeah,
2: seasonal seasonal show we hated. Uh, A Christmas Carol is probably the only thing we all universally hate this much.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yep.
2: Yeah. Because Santa Slay, I would watch again. Fuck you guys. Yeah, kinda...
1: Santa Slay. You know, you get a few beers, you get together with your buddies, you watch Santa Slay.
2: I'd watch it for Fran Dresher being in it, which is like enough for me to watch most things. Yeah. If you put me in a room and you're like, John, the only way you're coming out of this room is if you say something nice about this episode of Gossip Girl. Season two, episode 12, whatever, something about a lie. I forget the... It's a wonderful lie. It's a wonderful lie. I would probably... The furthest I could go is I like the title. I can't even (laughs) say I like the music,
1: you know, because you'd hope something so hip and trendy at the time would at least be trying to, like, tap into that popular almost like the oc like that popular indie sleeper hit kind of kind of mood and it doesn't even do that the whole thing is so generic
2: if you ever watch any cw shows they never use actual music they use like early bands that are very cheap that they have like an agreement with and then sometimes those songs will break out and they get lucky but usually they don't and you're stuck being like what the fuck is that (laughs) i mean
0: you mentioned music, Brian, and I honestly can't even remember any music being played in this episode.
1: It could have been silent the whole time, and I wouldn't have even noticed. Yeah,
0: it could not possibly. It could have been the TV no country
1: difference. for old men of television, and I would have been less astounded <laughs> by its silence.
2: Some some Manhattan for young women. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's impossible to like notice anything in the show because it's like yeah it's full it to start it it's is fall. on it is on fucking speed it is whipping you around from thing to thing i broke it down into four plot sections i think you could go five if you felt frisky
0: yeah
1: everyone is so generic and similar looking john i don't even know what the hell your plot summary was because i still don't know exactly what i watched the only standout person was blake lively because it's blake lively and that's the only person nope that's not true the only other person that i noticed stand out was the guy who also played lieutenant spears and
2: band of brothers <laughs> but like it has like a it has a cast capable of acting yeah I guess it depends on how much you think Blake Lively is good at stuff. But, like, Leighton Meester's fun. She's at least fun. Which one is that even? Blake. She's the one who's a bit much. Blake Lively's friend. She's Blake Lively's friend when they're talking about doing the horizontal roller coaster, which I wrote into my summary because I just thought that was the dumbest line (laughs) I've ever heard in my life.
0: You know how teens talk, John.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Hello, I, I fucking I adore the fucking moment she has with like blake lively and then the stalker from you have where they're like talking about fucking their dates and they're just like having the most awkward conversation two humans could ever possibly have that like no one like ta- even if you're like jilted at your ex like you wouldn't say that shit to them you would just be like oh yeah good to see you okay
0: I mean, it's one of the things where with any teen show. This came out when we were teens. This is a this yeah. came out in 2008, which means we were college freshmen when this happened, and it's just like, you you can't, I can't wrap my head around anyone our age. They're supposed to be seniors in high school at this point. Although it's very difficult to tell how old Blake Lively's boyfriend is supposed to be because that seems vaguely predatory because he's clearly
2: not going to high school i don't think i truly don't know what the point of most of the characters are i think if you were to like make one plot out of it maybe the adult plot is the best plot Um, i
0: (laughs) i don't it's it's so hard because like i didn't know you know this this services as another de facto blind pick because i've never seen this show before i don't know anything about this show except that blake lively and leighton meester are in it i did vaguely know that the other two guys chuck and other blake lively's ex were in it i like these other periphery characters The like there's three other teens plus the adults it's like I've no idea who these other people are or why I should care about them. It yeah, took me yeah. a full 20 minutes to get oriented in this episode to finally understand the different plots and like to understand like which plots were not going to intersect with each other like the dre- the whole thing with the dress and Nate and that weird side love triangle that was yeah. that was happening like okay that's not going to intersect with our main plot at all except that there's going to be, everyone's going to be at this dance. But then after that halfway point, I had another 10 minutes and then I was like, okay, I'm done. Like yeah. I, it, I I can tell you the exact moment it happened and it's where the only mildly amusing part of the episode where Leighton Meester and Chuck, they say that they are going to bring each other dates for the dance And they are their doppelgangers and they end up making out with each other. And then they're offended that that happened. And then we cut back to adults and I'm like, okay, I'm done. I don't, I don't. Yeah. This is, I kept getting off
1: the couch like, oh, this is it. All right. I'm going to go get like a water now. I'm going to go get like something for dinner. And then it's, oh no, it's not. Okay. And I said, sat back down. Okay. This is it. I'm going to get up now. Surely it's been 40. No. Okay. 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 Cool.
2: That is a part of the show that lost me completely. Where they just were like, okay, we need to establish they're at a dance so we can show this girl looking cool while being naked in great light. <laughs> like, good for her, frankly. <laughs> like, uh, uh, y- Vanessa wins the shit out of the episode. She's fucking killing it. Uh, never gets punished for doing a shitty thing. Good, f- whatever. Doesn't matter we like this i'm sure the audience was responding to the character because that's the model cw responds to is they just pair as many people as they can until they find people responding to a character and they justify it later yeah like they had to like establish the dance and they took like forever to do it (laughs) and then they were just like okay also to just reassert revenge is bad guys it's like yep yeah you got yeah you got us already on that one it could have been handled in 22 minutes
1: you know what it kind of felt like to me? It kind of felt like the SNL skit where they were trying to write a romantic comedy for the Black Widow character in the Marvel movies. Yeah. The whole thing just felt like a parody, except it wasn't a parody. <laughs> and it went on for six seasons.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> there's one part towards the end where Vanessa and Nate are getting into the cab and then you get this shot of the blonde, the other blonde girl like looking at them, and I'm just like, this entire episode is just people looking forlornly at other people, like from yeah, a yeah. distance. Like that, that was... reminded
1: me of that shot in uh, Scott Pilgrim where Knives Chow is sitting on the outside of band practice when Scott's in there with Ramona.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, there's there's definitely a little bit of that <laughs> going
2: on. <laughs> they all do shitty th- like that whole that triangle is the worst part of the show. Oh, that triangle, yeah. cancel, blow that fucking thing off. The- just get rid of that start over on that one because it's like you're already establishing that all these characters are like all you taught me about those characters is they all suck and one of them is better looking than the other and it's which i do not think was your goal (laughs) i think a majority of that
0: triangle also like leaves the show after like four seasons because i was looking at you know just who these people were and you know what what their careers were like
1: don't, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm searching Gossip Girl cast again on my phone.
2: <laughs> I resent
1: how much this episode has made me do this. And who the hell is Leighton Meester
2: anyway? She's in stuff. Yeah. Is she, know like, She was an it girl for a second. Yeah,
0: for a little while. I don't...
2: Yeah. She has a Blake Lively type career where they try it with her and none of the shit hits.
0: It is interesting that you have the... Uh, you know, do you have the main cast of characters and the plot that they want us to care about? I think just based on our conversation, the plot that they want us to care most about is the Blake Lively plot, and yet the one we are talking about the most is the the love triangle, the 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 Vanessa Nate, I, and it and it's mostly because of the lack of like there's so much fucked up stuff that happens in that in such a short amount of time. And it's all just, like, no consequences. Like, the see-through dress prank, the federal felony of, you know, stealing people's mail. uh, Like, (laughs) there's just so much in this episode.
1: I don't even think it's fucked up because it, like, oddly enough to me it doesn't... Because I don't see any impact on the real world. This show exists in a vacuum of its own universe. Right? And this for all we know, this could be happening in the MCU and no one would still give a shit.
2: Right? It'd be fucking tight like, if they all died in the attack. So yeah. Attack on the Loki. the <laughs> yeah. low key
1: attack. Yeah, too. Not the Thanos snap. They ain't coming back in Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> That's permadeath right there. They're um, all in a
2: building having a love heptagon and then the building got exploded <laughs> by one of those snake lizards. <laughs>
1: What's the what's the Ted Lasso uh, joke? I just saw my mom in the shower do hecatidron. <laughs> That's a
2: twelve-sided. It is a 12 sider Yeah. Yeah. Love's most
1: complicated shape.
2: Love triangle. <laughs> I think the plot, like I know they wanted you to care about like the a plot, but it fails because every character except for the girl we're supposed to believe is mean is f- just flaccid as shit. And you're just like, no, she just seems invested in her friends. Like, and at least she's opening her mouth when she talks, Blake. Yeah, it's like, at least, like, she's just making sure everything's copacetic. She understands she's walked herself into a difficult situation. And at least she opens her mouth when she fucking talks. (laughs) (laughs) Blake Lively playing the same
0: character and using the same voice she does in Accepted. I was like, man, why does this voice sound familiar? And I'm like, oh, because it's literally exactly accepted
1: does she is it canon and where she moves to boston after this and then becomes a junkie and surprisingly jeremy runners brother or sister
2: actually yeah 100 percent is what that is that's exactly what happens happens. (laughs) yeah yeah yeah.
1: that tracks yeah Yeah,
2: you can see you can
1: see where that fall would happen
0: can we talk for a minute about how gossip girl actually functions because Vanessa, we, we have an odd sequence of events in this episode that did not make a lot of sense to me, which was Vanessa is making out with Nate in an area that after they've made out, she says they need to be careful about because they're in Gossip Girl Country, which led mm-hmm. me to my first question of, is Gossip Girl Country similar to the movie The Warriors, where there are certain <laughs> blocks of New York that Gossip Girl <laughs> owns?
2: gossip girl yeah actually 100 percent. that is how gossip girl functions okay to that leads yeah.
0: me to my second question which is immediately after vanessa says they're in gossip girl country we have jenny and the other mean girl character in this episode get push notifications to their antiquated phones saying yeah. hey here's some new hot goss and they see her making out and I'm just like, does Vanessa not also get those updates? Because she is taking because yeah, she walked in course.
1: totally blind to that encounter, which is absolutely batshit wild.
2: Maybe Vanessa is like a neutral good character, perhaps. So she's not like staked, right? Like she's not like ready for ready for combat about the hot goss. Like she knows gossip Maybe girl only...
0: exists, but doesn't engage with it.
2: Yeah. Um, like she's not into the drama like the girls who exist only to be villains because why would you make a main character a villain why would you why would you have a name villain when they could be dating a boy
1: is gossip girl a
2: villain though john
1: or is gossip girl just a neutral agent of chaos
2: i would i would actually have to i would say her activity is villainous really she is stalking children
1: i don't know i don't know <laughs> so, i kind of see in that situation it seemed like gossip girl was being fed information you know like a tip a hotline picture.
2: like well it she took a picture it's, it's just that's not the gossip
0: girl she's, that's somebody she's she else Varys.
2: you don't know that's
0: Varys in game of thrones she has her little birds that yeah. feed her
2: information that's exactly what it is we, we also know nothing about this. We we don't know that the ending of the show isn't Kristen Bell is the most evil motherfucker on this, like, world. I googled it. I know who the Gossip Girl is. It's <laughs> a weird behavior, and we should not be saying... Like, she is the she is the big bad, and then the shitty little girls are her, like, evil little sycophants. The, mi- like, the mini bosses. Hey, we'll get her... We'll no, get them no, all no, no, no. Anybody can
1: contribute to Gossip Girl. You just have to email hotgossgirl at gmail.com <laughs> with all your latest actual? goss...
2: Is that canon? Is that the function of it? I don't know. I I made that up on the spot. Oh, well, you know, no country for new gossip. <laughs> that's two No Country references one episode. It's gonna be weird when this. It's gonna be weird when my hosting ends with just me giving the Tommy Lee Jones speech.
1: And that's when my next hosting gig is going to start with flipping a <laughs> coin and asking you all to call it.
2: It's a very special coin. <laughs> <laughs> you keep that coin <laughs> I could talk for 12 hours about This fucking bat shit Terrible, terrible show
1: I feel like that could be its own side podcast Us just getting yeah. drunk and watching the first <laughs> season
2: Do you remember when we used to get drunk and watch dawson's creek and we also kind of hated it
0: yeah that was more fun than
1: that,
2: that that was the og
1: podcast idea if we wanted to really go that far back
0: yeah
2: what part of the show made you the maddest
0: oh <laughs> several things i have a good long list i'll i'll, good, I'll go i'll
2: go in, air your grievances in, in,
0: I'll, i have a top three and i'll go from least to most outraged uh number one that blonde mom was not elizabeth mitchell from lost when they were doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, when they were doing the previously on i'm like oh and then they showed her later and i was like oh
2: it was <laughs> unfortunate
0: number two lexi the blake lively's boyfriend's ex comes into this shitty art gallery and asks if they have the most expensive coffee in the world
2: right <laughs> the poop just coffee to, just to highlight she is wealthy yeah just like i that that line made me think that like a 12 year old wrote this and like had just like watched an episode of the simple life and w- and was given the instruction of write a rich girl
0: well it's also just like <laughs> oh isn't it like I don't know if that's supposed to be a joke or not where it's just like oh I read about this like because I used I used that in a trivia once where it's like there's this special coffee that cats poop the beans out and it's the most expensive coffee in the world and you do it is from Indonesia uh, but it's like that's not just the coffee they serve in Indonesia. Like, it's like a hundred dollars a pound or something. Like, it's you yeah. wouldn't just be serving this at a random art gallery. Why, so why why would you want to drink that? That's uh, apparently very good. I don't know, man. It's apparently don't very... make me Google that. Babi- me Babish Google that. Babish did a civet whole Ca- episode about you... it, Brian. will I'll send, I'll send you just... the Babbish link. Yeah. Don't
1: don't make don't make me
2: Google that. Okay. Are you just learning about civet cat coffee? Yes. Because, like. Oh, someone did not watch enough Food Network. (laughs) I guess you weren't an only child also, which is fair.
0: Okay, but, okay, here's... You'll never
2: dine or drive in a diet. Here's
0: the thing I'm most upset about, which is the fucked up bet that Blair and Chuck make, where Blair, late Meester, is like, "If, if you like the date I bring, I get your limo for a month. Great, cool, fine, no problem. Chuck goes... If you like my date, I get your maid.
2: I I was very... I'm
0: like, this is a very 2007 thing where this is supposed to be funny and it's actually horrifying.
2: Yeah, it is... uh, That plot, I understand that I think those characters had a fair bit of traction, so they wanted something to do. They have nothing to do. (laughs) They could have... They contribute in no direction the only time they interact with a character who is doing something in the plot is one time well i guess they as darko contributes to the d plot uh he moves from the b plot to the d plot to kill a man by telling him to drive fast <laughs> and late meester encourages like lively to fuck so you know
1: yeah yeah
2: but but add yeah, that plot can get shot into the sun and be completely fine
1: my least favorite part that made me the most mad is when chuck kept on doing like his best impression of a christian bale batman whenever he was talking to his dad or (laughs) stepmom
2: right he deserves a conversation first of all no one fucking deserves a conversation no no. you do what the fuck you want podcast (laughs) listeners Uh, but uh Yeah, like that. I love the amount of effort they put into being like. And Chuck is conniving. Yeah, (laughs) look at all these shots of him being conniving. (laughs) And it's like, is he? (laughs) I don't know.
1: Conniving Chuck, and then you get a Chuck, and he's like, I put ketchup packets in the mustard area. Like what?
2: (laughs) I want to hit you with the thing that made me mad is no children of wealth have had these names since like 1963. (laughs) yeah chuck a wealthy a wealthy young Chuck Bass Nate
1: (laughs) Archibald
0: I was also the 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 mom in this episode I'm like really your your two best options are
2: Bart and Rufus you can you can find (laughs) you can find guys with better names lady so when I was doing a lot of writing and I was struggling to come up with characters Something you do, or something I liked to do, was like, "Hey, how old is this character?" And then I would Google like the top one hundred baby names of oh, the year 1973. that they were born. Seventy yeah. three, yeah. And then you have like a name that makes sense, so you don't end up <laughs> with Chuck <laughs> and Jenny, Jenny. What's wrong with I Jenny?
0: Mean, Forrest Gump was very popular in nineteen ninety four, and uh, I mean, if they're playing, I've just. A high I've just
2: not met a non-horse girl Jenny in my life, <laughs> <laughs> so all Jennies vote for Trump, and I guess this Jenny probably would have. <laughs> 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 Let's wrap this up. So, uh, who wants to who wants to final judgment first?
1: Quick question though, before we start, when you're in Gossip Girl country, do you think you have to wear blaze orange if you're taking photos?
2: <laughs> only in only in Gun Gossip season. <laughs> oh, okay, Gun Gossip. In that case, never mind. <laughs> yeah, you can wear full camo in Bow Gossip season. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. And really, Duck Gossip season, anything goes.
0: <laughs> uh, before we get into ratings as well, I want to propose that instead of Christmas classic, we bring back our old favorite. uh, Secular Spectacular.
2: Oh, this ain't getting that, but we sure can. <laughs> I just want to say the option. I it's was
1: very I generous was, of you to think of that, Chris, I, but it's not necessary. I was,
2: I was, I was going
0: back through some some season two episodes that we did, and I uh, came across that. and I realized we hadn't brought that up this year, and I just want to make
2: what is what was the terrible version of secular spectacular? Uh, we didn't. I mean, it was still just lump of coal. We oh, just, still lump. Yeah, coal. yeah. We didn't. We didn't have lump of Coal's good. You know what? The new, the new bad version is snowflake dance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound bad though no i guess you're right it's a but yeah yeah secular spectacular can come back for something good
1: oh also how shitty is it that you get the job of lighting at the
2: dance as a <laughs> high schooler <laughs> he was he was just happy to be there man <laughs> she stoked. might touch me later he was <laughs> fucking look that hype. I got. he was hyped to like Commit a felony, frankly. Right, right. <laughs> like, I he just yeah, he's he just absolutely like the being a part too. of it.
1: Absolutely the patsy. Yeah,
2: he was like, he's like I never thought I would get to be in the plot. I just thought I was a background character. <laughs> no lines though. No lines. <laughs> just wave. You just wave. That guy was probably so stoked when he got pulled out of the extras for that, <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then they were like, and then he realized they pulled him because he was from the minor (laughs)
1: leagues to pitch for one inning.
2: Yeah, like, you honestly, yeah, it's like you get called, like, you get pulled from the extras just because you are the doofiest looking guy. And it's like, oh, it's like the guy who has to like come up from the minors who's like never going to have a career, but he's like a twenty-nine year old who's been like making twenty thousand dollars a year because baseball is fucked up. And it's like, all right, cool, you're going to get shelled for three innings, pal. Thanks, you're cut. Get after (laughs) it. Have a good one. Oh, this is my dream. Yeah, See some off, hustle man. out on the field, huh? <laughs> good, uh, good effort there. You throw eighty-two, uh, <laughs> but uh, after I guess after dunking on uh, MLB for his treatment of minor league players, I'm gonna go ahead and just say this is bad. And like, this show had like, I think in the pitch meeting, it could have sounded like it could have been something where it's like. It could have like shown the danger of how we interact with like these young socialites, the way we were at that time in history, with like our obsession with like Paris Hilton types and Nicole Richie types, and the Kardashians. But no, it, it's not about that. No, it's just, just about basically honestly saying, isn't that fun? <laughs> <laughs> isn't that a fun game for these teens to play that will inevitably give them all crippling mental disabilities, like oh man why do you all have ptsd why can't you kiss anyone in public i don't know man i just always think there's cameras like it's a shitty show it doesn't suit 2021 well no one's acting well blake lively sounds like this like it sucks <laughs> it's not good it's a secular bad <laughs> yeah i will echo
0: johnson on i'll i'll take a slightly different tact and Confining my judgment to this as a Christmas episode, in that it is bad because it isn't one, and it's bad because it's just not great television in general. It's very difficult to drop into as a one-off, and you're just not going to get any holiday feels out of this one, either good or bad. Uh, we've had we've had episodes in the past where we've had, you know, kind of downer outcomes, but it, you know, it gets you in the gut, and we've had. <laughs> Good episodes where it, you hate to see it lifts your spirits, this is not going to do either. This is, this is going to leave you flat and confused and just kind of generally upset that you spent 40 to 45 minutes watching it.
1: I distinctly remember when I started the episode, seeing that there was a previously on And thinking, oh, good, at least I'll have some idea of what's going on as we move forward with this. And then when that got done, I was like, what the fuck was that?
0: Literally, literally my first (laughs) note is least helpful previously on We've Ever Had. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) You could have watched it without audio and still had a better time.
2: Well, like, my text to you guys was just like, I was very worried I was stupid. (laughs) Because I'm like, I can't follow Gossip Girl. Like... And then I was really glad when you guys started watching it and we're also like, this is incomprehensible. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: like, this is this is this, this, this chicken is a,
1: scratch. I, I I won't I won't I won't dunk on this too much more, but this is definitely something that is a lump of coal that I would only make the rest of my family watch if I were looking to punish them. <laughs> Do they, All right, fine. You wanna celebrate Christmas? We can't well I'm not i am not going to open up presents even though you've been asking a hundred times, but let's watch something Christmassy. Last time on Gossip Girl.
2: I would make anyone who is, like, does that bullshit about, like, oh, people trying to take the Christ out of Christmas won't say Christmas. I'm going to make them watch this episode and <laughs> just be like, this is how it's your behavior created. This is what your dumb behavior created. It's
0: so weird, to that they take a title from a very popular Christmas movie and apply it to... I mean, and I guess, like... This is not a, a name only. A Christmas dependent episode where, like, I guess you could have just taken this at any point, but like, to have the title be "It's a Wonderful Lie" and the lie, I guess. What's the? I lie? I think the lie was Vanessa and her.
1: Was it?
2: The... Yeah, I think I think so. Or maybe the the dad the adult. Yeah, yeah the the dad of someone in the plot who is I think somehow Chuck. And the murderer from You's Dad. I'm truly unsure of how he it was like that. I yeah. think
1: the lie is that this was supposed to be a good episode of television when it broadcasted. <laughs> and people thought it was a good episode. And they told themselves. And they still made. The producers still made money. So, yeah, in that sense, it's one
2: of <laughs> <laughs> these, A lot of these people had careers after this show. So uh i guess the lie is meritocracy <laughs> there we yeah
1: go.
2: the american dream was the lie all along still is <laughs> but uh you know tax rich. after that uh, <laughs> guillotine gossip guillotine all the gossip <laughs> girls
1: i want to see gossip girl but it takes place during the dark knight rises plot where gotham is a city under siege
2: <laughs> well gotham is pittsburgh Brian. It'd be good. This is Metropolis. This could only take place during the classic Batman versus Superman. Oh. It's a classic. Okay. Yes. Does Chuck bleed? <laughs> no, he just connived.
1: Chuck Bass is but, uh, the conniver. Connive me this, Batman.
2: <laughs> he actually doesn't say any lines. He just looks mysterious while drinking something because he's a child grape juice cynically he (laughs) stares at you
1: from a corner menacingly as you make as you collect your order from starbucks
2: (laughs) as he sips mountain dew out of a martini glass (laughs) i fucking there's no trope that we've encountered more frequently that i hate more than the fucking like I'm a teen. I'm in high school, but I drink alcohol, and also I only do college things. And you've never seen me in a high school class. But this needs to be relatable. It's like just fucking put them in college, or they're like rich. They fucking don't need school. Yeah, right. Did you <laughs> like how like everybody let them else be was opulent. wearing a school
1: uniform, but Blake Lively was wearing something bedazzled, like like a just bedazzled cardigan?
2: Stop putting thirty five year olds to seventeen year olds. It never works no one likes it i guess 16 year olds doing that who actually i think they were 17 shit.
1: 18 in this but still your point stands
2: for either way man it was just <laughs> weird
1: watching blake lively talk about having to go to her high school dance
2: without even getting into like the more meta commentary of like they are sexualizing some characters that are like playing 16 and 17 yeah like whatever like i'm not gonna dig too deep into that can of worms with cw it's just stupid <laughs> it un- makes it unbelievable but uh yeah that uh concludes my part of significant other week and uh you know before i hand it off to chris i just wanted to tell you guys about a dream i had you know okay i was the podcaster of gossip girl county when i was 25 hard to believe grandfather was a podcaster father too me and the gossip girl was a uh, sheriff at the same time, you know, in Manhattan. <laughs> uh, I think I think she was pretty proud of that. I know oh, I was. God. Some uh, some old time podcasters never even used a mic. Hard to believe, I know. Uh, Gossip girl never carried one, you know. But uh, <laughs> I'm gonna just another in a long list of <laughs> references enough. that are sailing yeah. over my head tonight, John. I don't. <laughs> Gossip it, Girl. It was fucking No Country for Old Men, which we made like five references to. Yeah, it was. Would you call it some city for no girls? <laughs> some Manhattan for Gossip Girls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know. I it took me a few seconds to figure out you were doing Tommy Lee
1: Jones, but you sounded like that one guy that does like the weird, the weird guy at the convention. I might go see Nathan Fillion.
0: I don't know. Sounded. It sounded like I'm, you were trying I'm, to. I'm all
2: jacked up on legitimate green tea, and Tommy, Lee, it's his cadence in that is hard, and I was like changing words as I was reading it. So yeah, not a good performance. Not going to go on the reel. It sounded but like uh, you were trying to. Just take it away, Chris. Sing, take speak, Tom Petty. It's a little ditty about Jack and <laughs> I, two American kids growing up in the heartland. It's i i've recently watched no country for old men too oh really oh really yeah (laughs) that's surprising i'm not an actor chris (laughs) the first the first guess is how i look the second is how i perform (laughs) those are my giveaways that i don't act also had to cut that dialogue quick because there's a hard n-word in that (laughs) i ain't doing that and good, going down like that. Well well done. It is yeah, it is that. appreciated. Good job. Yeah. Okay, well I Googled that for you guys. <laughs> okay. And this okay. Is the okay. All right. Wrap it up. To give us to yeah, give no, us these ten along. minutes. Move along. Fucking, what are we watching, Chris? What did Shoshana pick? Oh, like what good television show are we watching? Well, on? we so,
0: are uh, in an interesting uh, descent of you know, we started with kind of a higher adult tier drama with Brian. We did kind of more of the teen show with with you john and we're closing out the week on on the uh, more children's side of things is it
1: another x-men episode
0: no we are watching phil of the future <laughs> uh oh, yeah. a episode titled christmas break from the show's second season which you can stream on disney plus if you want to watch it that is directed by fred Ooh. savage
2: oh oh fred savage is great we, we love, love Fred Savage. we do love you enjoy fred savage we have done this podcast too much that we get excited at the words Fred <laughs> directed. there If you hunt four words that are going to get us riled up, it's directed
0: by Fred Savage.
2: It's just he makes a coherent thing and he gets good set shots. <laughs> Fred Savage makes New York a character, okay? He treats that city with the reverence it deserves. <laughs> oh my God. Not like Gossip Girl.
0: Yes. So come back on Friday for that. And then we only have one more week after after that, which we'll close out with our personal favorites. Uh, but until that time, it's 10 days till Christmas, as John mentioned at the top of the episode. Uh, we hope you're doing well and the uh, holiday season is not getting too stressful for you yet. Sit back, relax, enjoy. We'll take you all the way through to Christmas Eve here. If you got some time, leave a rating or review the podcast wherever you listen to it. That really helps out. Uh, You can get in touch with us if you want to send us some Christmas greetings, have ideas for things you want us to watch. Let us know, yuletideTV at gmail.com. Reach out or follow us, Instagram and Twitter, at YuletideTV. You can find us in both spots. And, uh, yeah. Other than that, we're just going to keep rolling right along here. And uh, we appreciate you coming along with us. Let's keep rolling, 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 rolling. Rolling,
1: rolling, rolling.
0: Keep this podcast rolling. You're tied. You're tied. yeah, That's not bad. <laughs> we'll do that. Yeah.
1: That's
2: not bad. I was that's trying wrong. to do a limp yeah. biscuit. <laughs> Okay, well... <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why would... Okay, no. You
1: don't have to get into it. Because
2: it was the Undertaker's theme, yeah, and I don't right. know. It All just right. makes me laugh thinking about a really fat man in leather pants coming out on his motorcycle to rolling. <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come back on Friday, where we talk more about different wrestlers' theme songs throughout the years. But until then, I've been Chris. I've been Brian. I'm John. XOXO, we're glad you're still alive. Slaybell sounds provided by Michael Koenig from SoundBible.com, and joy to the world provided by freeXmasMP3.com.